guys, welcome to Magically Millennial, a podcast about all things Disney, from parks, movies, music, to now Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I'm one of your hosts, Olivia. And I'm Kendall. Hi. Welcome. We brought you here to say welcome. We brought you here to say welcome. <laughs> um, okay, so as you all know, we're coming to the end of a decade. End of a decade. Can you believe it? Another decade down. We're into our third decade, technically, right? If you're in your mid-20s, you're in your third decade. Yeah, I was just thinking about this, actually, the other day. I was like... I was 16 when this decade started. I've done so much in that time. We've been driving for 10 years. So crazy. We must be really good at driving. Must be really good. But something tells me neither of us are. (laughs) Not great. (laughs) I am, I would say I could drive for a James Bond movie, but on your everyday road, probably not. I am very safe. (laughs) Too safe. One time we were on the highway and I looked at the speedometer and we were going 45 miles an hour. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, anyways, we're coming to the end of a decade. Mm -hmm. And so we thought for today's episode, we need to give the definitive listings of the top 10 movies Mm -hmm. and the top 10 songs of the 2010s. Right. And this is just a part one because we're going to do next week, we're going to do a part two of the best like park editions of the 2010s. Yeah, like yeah. updates to the parks. And then, uh, what was it? Shows and attractions and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be exciting times. Um, there's a lot that's happened in the 2010s. Yeah. I will say it's not been my favorite decade for Disney, but it hasn't been bad by any means. I think they've done a lot that isn't necessarily your interest. Like, you're not a Star Wars person. And that's so, true. like, a lot happened with that in the 2010s. So You're right. As you say, we truly are living in a renaissance. Living in a renaissance. All about the reboots. And it's been about half and half for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. So anyways, let's jump in. Let's do our movies first. Like top 10 movies of the 2010s, according to us. Yes. And I want to say we looked across Marvel, Lucasfilm, and the Walt Disney Studios just to create our list, just so people know. Yeah. Like that's a good. Yep. Just You're right. Um, okay. So let's start like, let's do our number 10 first. Okay. And then we can just bounce back and forth. Right. And we don't know each other's <gasps> Yes. List. We don't know each other's. And I ranked mine because I knew if I didn't rank it, you would say it doesn't count. So I made sure it I It doesn't them. count. It doesn't count to just give a lump listing of, hey, I like some movies. You, I want to know like, what's your number one? Stir the pot a little bit. You okay. Know? Great. Start with your number 10. Okay. My number 10 was Monsters University. That was number 10? Yeah. Oh, God. It's still my top 10. Why was it 10? Because I had other ones I liked better. Oh, I can't wait to hear this <laughs> list. If that's number 10, wow, we're in for a treat. Okay, so we all know I'm a big fan of Monsters University. I know. So we, we both see are. where it lands on my list. <laughs> it's okay. got to land pretty high on your list. We'll see. Um, my number 10, Incredibles 2. Oh. We waited almost a decade for that sequel, and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it didn't make my list at all. Anyways, moving on. Number nine. My number nine was Captain Marvel. Okay. I saw... <laughs> I think I saw it like three times in theaters. Big fan, huh? Yeah, I really liked it. I liked the music. Yeah, the music was great. Was... I hated the uh, the mohawk hair. Oh. That's why I didn't make my list. <laughs> Just kidding. Very surface level. Yeah. <laughs> Very judgy. Um, okay, so Captain Marvel, really? Yeah. Of the whole decade. Of the whole decade. Okay. <laughs> I'm just pressing you to make sure you really believe in your choices. I do. I really thought about this. I even typed out the list. And she has clip art on her list. On the list. I see Zootopia. Yeah. Um, okay. So my number nine is Inside Out. Oh. I, oh. <laughs> I think it's such a smart movie. I think it's a snoozer. Oh. 
It's a great cast. Well, okay. The Bill cast Hader, is Mindy great. Kaling, Phyllis. I'm just not here to learn that kind of lesson. <gasps> oh, see, I am. My number eight was Coco. Mm-hmm. I just, it was a beautiful movie, and the songs are good. Yeah, it makes me cry. And they haven't done anything like that. I think it was really like a, like a groundbreaking kind of film for them. So In what way? I just like, I don't know. I just feel like... Dia de los Muertos? Yeah, just like they really like focused on like, n- they went away from princesses, and they hadn't done that in a while. You know, like it was a, a different kind of story. I was yeah. here for it. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Yeah. A lot of people like it. Um, my number eight is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that was one of my honorable mentions. Love. Yeah. I think they're hilarious. I love an antihero, so. Yeah, yeah, big time. Just a classic. I feel like it added a little spice that the Marvel world needed. We didn't need more perfectionist people like Captain America. He's my least favorite. Yes. I like Star-Lord. my least favorite, too. We're moving on. We're moving on. Number seven. Um... My number seven was Spider-Man Far From Home. So for everybody who voted that for Kindle, that's actually mine. <laughs> You're I, wrong. I really love Spider-Man movies. My sister really loves them. But like when they finally cast Tom Holland, I'm like, finally like an actual realistic true. Spider-Man. This is true. Like, that's it's what it was just, supposed to be. It, it, he, they nailed it. I liked Far From Home best because I also love Zendaya. And I thought she got to be really funny in that one. Yeah. And she's real Hall, cute. Did so great. He did do a great job. Do you think he's dead? No, I don't think he's dead. Interesting. I think that because... And a friend. What's his name? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know his name. That's going to drive me nuts. But I have a working theory that he's okay. not dead because whenever... Because he's Spider-Man's dad. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Plot well, twist. Different, different kind of theory. Okay. Because they made that whole big deal about the glasses that Tony Stark left that you have to like oh, sign yeah. over like the yeah. authorization. And so when he finally got the glasses back at the end of Far From Home, he just put them on. He hmm. didn't have to like sign it back over to him. So I think they wouldn't have made it such a big deal in the beginning of the movie if that didn't mean something later on. Maybe, or maybe it just has, like, multiple user login, like Instagram. I just, but then what was even the point of talking about signing it over to him? Like, why would they need to have included that? I don't know. Anyways, please send me your thoughts on that, guys, because I really love to talk about it. Yeah, what's your theory? That was a great movie. Do you think I'm right? Okay, my number seven is Frozen. The first one. Nice. That made my list, too, but I won't tell you where. It was just a resurrection of the princess movies, and Mm -hmm. I think it was really, like... The way they promoted it and released it was really interesting. Like, it didn't blow up in the beginning, but it had, like, a gradual build. And yeah. then people freaked out, and now it is what we know today. And they got Adina Menzel, which I think was just, like, the smartest thing ever. Well, they cast a lot of Broadway people in it. It's like Josh yeah. Gad yeah. and John That's Groff. true. That's so, I true. mean, like, they knew it was going to be a powerhouse from the beginning. Josh Gad makes the movies. Yeah. He's Book so funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, number wait, what are we on six? Yeah. Okay, my six was Moana. My six was Moana. <gasps> what? Oh, we the same middle? Wow! I can't believe that. I can't Moana, make way, make, make way. way, Moana, it's time you knew. That's a good soundtrack. Well, yeah, because it's written by Lynn again. When they bring in the Broadway wow. people, they know what they're doing. They really do. Why we're, would they not? We're Broadway people. <laughs> Big time. Of our podcast. Big time. Um, okay, so Moana is both of our number six. Wow. Okay, and I went to Hawaii like 
a year or two after it came out and it really just tied everything together for me. Good. It really helped me connect with nature a little more. I, I love think. it. Yeah. Good for you. I know. No one knows how far I'll go. Number five. My number five was Frozen. So it was really <gasps> close in our lineups. Yeah. We're not as different as I thought. Yeah. Look at us. Kindred We're friends spirits. for a reason. Friends for a reason. Um, I wouldn't say kindred spirits, but maybe a little. Who wow. Knows. We're just different you in a good way. We have a yin yang. No, we have a yin yang relationship. Okay. You know? That can't be kindred spirits as well. I'm chocolate, you're vanilla. Okay. But we go together really well. All right. I'm the chocolate syrup. I'll take that compliment. Yeah, it's a good thing. Okay. Um, I wouldn't want to hang out with someone just like me. So my number five is the sweetest of all time, Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. He's so good. That's so sweet. That movie made me cry. I love the depictions they did for the Winnie the Pooh characters in that movie. Yes. It was just sweet all the way around. Like, they looked really precious. Pooh was so funny. All the characters. I don't know. And honestly, I kind of like the deeper theme of Winnie the Pooh. About all the different, like, mental, emotional, whatevers. And it was really sweet and nostalgic. My sister is a big Winnie the Pooh fan, like, just growing up. And so that movie just makes her weep. Yeah. I think he's just the sweetest little character ever. Anytime you can put Ewan in there. Ugh, true. Yeah. Big fish? Just kidding. Why <laughs> tomorrow my least favorite? <laughs> okay, um, number four. My number four is the Muppets. I think it's really funny. <laughs> I do. What do you love about it? Just it's like... just the, the, that they're playing to the camera the whole time. Okay. Like that they know like the whole thing is like cheesy and they're just letting you in on the joke. I, I like that feel of it. I need to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I've only seen it once. Jason Segel is so funny in that. Yeah. And when they do the the Muppet version of Smells Like Teen Spirit with Jack Black, <laughs> hilarious. I didn't like, know they did that. I don't like, remember that. Jack Black is like, you guys are ruining one of the greatest songs <laughs> of, our, of ever. I love Jack Black. Yeah, he's in that. The movie's funny. We're on number four? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my number four. Okay, my number four is Tangled. Oh, Everyone thought that was yours for some reason. You have a theory that no one thinks I like princess movies. I do have that theory. That's really interesting. Clearly it was true because everyone voted against it for Mandy you. Moore is a perfect princess voice. Those songs, Tangled, she, I mean Rapunzel, she's so beautiful. Yeah, my sister wants to know why in the parks though, when you meet her, she always has the long hair. When the movie ended when she has the short hair. I think it's just more iconic that she has the long hair. But they change Elsa and Anna's outfits and hair. Hey, but we don't know if they make a Tangled 2. Maybe her hair ends up growing back. Well, they did make the Tangled Ever After. I told my sister maybe the answer lied there. Oh, I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. I should watch it. Maybe that will answer the question. But we're going to the Bon, Vo- bon Voyage breakfast, my sister and oh. I, with Flynn and Rapunzel. And I told her, just ask them there because they probably have an answer because I bet they get that question all the time. You think? Mm-hmm. You'll have to come back and tell us what they okay. say. Uh, if she asks, I'll, I'll I let you know. guys know. Don't yeah. let her forget. Okay, well. Okay, great. Number three. Number three for me was Star Wars The Force Awakens, of course. I don't even know. <laughs> Is that Kylo Ren, Undercover Boss? Uh, he's in it. <laughs> okay. He's not an Undercover Boss. Okay, great. Is it a spooky Spooky? Yeah, is that one spooky? Is that where the really old wrinkly guy dies? Do you... No. Do you, or... You're confusing me I saw now. one in New York. The <laughs> one where the really scary old wrinkly guy and he like cracks and dies. You're stressing me out. With it, Kylo Ren in there? You know, and they're in that room and he's wrinkled. 
Probably, yeah. And he cracks into pieces and dies. Yeah, you're making me really doubt that I've ever seen this movie before. <laughs> I've seen one of them once, so it's likely that I'm the one that's incorrect. Someone's going to message and be upset. I'm confident that, I mean, lots of people die all the time, but. Okay, we're on our number three. No, I just did my number three. You're on your number three. I'm on my number three. Yeah. Okay, my number three. We're getting to the real top three. I know. Okay. Frozen 2. Oh, really? Yeah. I liked it a lot. That's so good. I know. I thought it was a good mix of like some real emotions, real feelings, a lot of funny, and I really liked the music in this one. Yeah, the music was great. I keep listening to it and I'm like, honestly, I think I like it better than the first. It definitely is more uh, colorful. Yeah, it was a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. Um, Love the plot too. Yeah, I thought they just were really smart about the whole sequel thing. Mm -hmm. They're getting smarter, getting better. Um, I will say Disney really learns from... They really look back on their history and learn from it. So, Learn from your mistakes. That's why I think they keep getting better is because they have a very open mindset. Yeah, and because I think Walt was like that. Like He very much was like, okay, let's learn from how this went wrong so it doesn't Mm -hmm. happen again because he's very much a perfectionist. Yeah. Side note, the new Imagineering story is really good. I haven't watched it yet, it's but I've episode been five. messages about it. Well, from you. <laughs> Mostly from me. Yeah. Multimedia messages. Yeah. I think I Instagram, text, and I told you in person. Yeah. It's really good. Um, they hit all the classics, and this one's really sweet. They talk about, like, Hong Kong Disneyland and when the big earthquake happened. It was just sweet. Like, the power of having fun, you know? Yeah. It really does the heart good. Okay, number two. Oh, this is real. My number two is Black Panther. (gasps) I've seen that six times in theaters. I forgot a black. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about Black Panther. Man. Oh my gosh. What a movie. Yep. What a cast. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. I mean. Beautiful people. Beautiful movie. The, I mean, even the. Vibranium. The score. Yep. is beautiful yep. like it it is the per like the perfect movie like i mean and michael b jordan is coming back in the next one and i <gasps> yay wait. he's wow. so talented i know can you believe Chad- chadwick boseman is like over 40 i cannot believe that <laughs> and he dresses so sharp in real life he does i like looking at pictures mm-hmm. he's just like a cool guy he'd walk into a room and you'd be like what the he has an x factor yeah for sure i really like that um Okay, my number two. I think you're going to be surprised, everyone. I'm excited. Okay. Um, my number two is the Aladdin remake. Oh, I love the Aladdin remake. I know. Why it is was, it in your top ten? It's in my honorable mention because I just, it what didn't make my top ten, but I didn't, like, if I had a top 15, it would be in there. Okay. Um, I thought that has been my, I think, yeah, honestly, it might be my favorite remake that they've done. I just bought it on DVD because I couldn't wait for it to be on Disney Plus. Yeah. I think they did such a great job staying true to like the classic Aladdin, but then they upgraded it and updated it in ways that were like respectful and didn't change the plot, didn't change, you know, besides Speechless, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I could take it or leave it. Speechless is great. Someone sent in that that was one of their favorite songs of the entire decade. It's a great one. We all make choices. We all have opinions. <laughs> and that's great. Okay. Okay. Number one. Drum roll. <laughs> What's it going to be? My number one is Star Wars The Last Jedi. 
it just kills me you're not a Star Wars person. What's that one? It's the, the late. It was the last one that came oh, out. Oh, I think I saw that one. It has like a like a very high rock with the tomatoes. red sand. Okay, again, when you start asking me the questions, I just like <laughs> you start freeze. to really panic. Like, like I don't know, don't put me on Jeopardy. I don't know how I would do on something like that. I think it's the one with the red sand. Um, are you Rock. ready for my number one? Yes. You're gonna laugh. Okay. My number one is Monsters University. <laughs> <laughs> I love wow. Monsters how University. How is it? It was your number ten. I mean, it's still made my list. Wow. Monsters University is my number one. Hilarious. Another great sequel. Because the plot was totally different, and I really liked that they went the prequel route. And can I also say something on the note of Monsters, Inc., Monsters University? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So, last episode, I shared my Imagineering idea about the Monsters, Inc. ride. Right. Have a conversation with someone. And they're like, well, yeah, right. That would never happen. Because they, they're not going to make another Monsters, Inc. movie, so why would they spend money on making a new ride? And I was like, uh, okay, you do know that they're spending, like, billions of dollars making a ride for Ratatouille, right? <laughs> One movie that probably 60% of Disney fans have seen. I wouldn't say it's a banger like Monsters, Inc. or Monsters University. So, I take issue with that. Yeah. I say, why not, Disney? Why not? Take a crazy chance. Why not? Do a crazy dance. If you lose a little, you could lose, lose a lot. lose a lot. But why not? Why not? You guys. That's how I live. Um, so now we're going to move on. We're going to wrap this Wait, show up. Oh, okay. I had honorable mentions. Ugh, that is a cheat. I know I've done it too, but it's a cheat. Okay. Well, but share them anyways. I want to know. Um, Zootopia. Okay. Cinderella. I won't give up. No, I won't give in. Cinderella, the live action one. You're kidding. No, I love that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Thor Ragnarok. Oh, Thor Ragnarok is a great movie. Yeah. I saw that it's one so twice funny. too. My dad did not think it was Kate Blanchett in that movie. Okay, so now we're going to move on to our top 10 Disney songs of the decade. Decade. This is going to be really telling. And I think our list, I don't know, are they going to be similar? Or are they going to be different? What do you think? Um, I think mine are going to be a little different than yours. Okay. I was honestly surprised. I questioned you if one was on your list and you said no. And that yeah. really surprised me. Yeah. So I don't know what to expect. Um, just so you guys know, Kate Blanchett was in Thor Ragnarok. So this time... You were right. I was right. You know your facts. Thank you. Okay, so I'll start the songs and we can go back and forth. Okay. My number 10 of the decade. Mm-hmm. Where you are. Moana. Moana. Make way. Make, make way. way. I like whenever the grandma goes, um, the dance at the water, the undertow and the waves. Yeah. The love water that. is mischievous. Ha! I like that part. <laughs> okay. What's your number 10? My number 10 is I Have a Dream from Tangled. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. song. I just like, uh, I like, I almost said Eugene Levy. It's Zachary Levi. I like Zachary Levi's yeah. bit in that song. Tangled has a lot of fun songs. Yeah, it does. Okay. My number nine, Beauty and the Beast, Ariana Grande and John Legend. <laughs> I love that version. It's no Celine. I will say that. But Taylor they did a good job. Time. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Wouldn't be my pick. I didn't nine? even think about it. My number nine is, in fact, Try Everything by Shakira from Zootopia. I won't give I keep going up in the key. Up, up, up. Um, interesting. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't Shakira, I would really like that song. I like the oh, melodies. Oh, see, I think that's what makes it. Really? Yeah, she's You're a ta- big Shakira fan? She's a global superstar. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is Britney Spears. <laughs> Britney Spears should not have done that song. Is that who you think should have done it No, instead? I was just saying she's also a global superstar, so that doesn't really mean that much. Okay. It's okay. Number eight. In summer. <laughs> I love in so 
Sure. Josh Gad. I think all of his songs are so funny. He's on one of my honorable mentions, a song he does, but not one you might expect. And they're so creative. Mm -hmm. I think like the whole idea, number one of Olaf's character, obviously, but the songs that he sings are so funny. Yeah. What's your number eight? My number eight is Un Poco Loco from Coco. Mm. It's just good. Like, it's a good song. Catchy. You can sing, like, you can, it just is like a fun, vibrant song. Okay. Yeah. I believe you. thank you. I need to listen to it more probably. Mm-hmm. My number seven. Love is an open door. Um, I think that song was pretty genius. Yeah, it was. It's good. Number one, it was so catchy. Number two, she sang it with a villain. What a plot twist. And then number three, it also had jokes. Yeah. I remember whenever Frozen was just coming out and there was that video going around of someone proposed, like before the movie came out, but the soundtrack had come out, I think, and they proposed using that song. <gasps> Do you remember that? No. And I always think now, like, that's so awkward because it's a villain song. <sighs> I wonder if they saw the movie and they were like, Ugh, Yeah. Awkward. Hopefully they didn't choose it after seeing the movie. Real Surely not. Surely not. Um, okay, what's your number seven? My number seven is Are You a Man or a Muppet from The Muppets. Wow, who sings that? Uh, Jason Siegel sings it with um, whoever his Muppet counterpart is. I can't think of his name. But okay. it's so, so funny. Like, it's so dramatic. And it's like, <laughs> are you a man? Are you a Muppet? And they're, like, looking through the window and, like, rain's coming down. It's just A hilarious. lot of drama. Yeah. I Mirrors like. are involved. What are involved? Mirrors. They, Ooh, there's a use of I mirrors like where, like, the Muppet stands on one side and the man version of him's on the other. <laughs> it's, like, really great. I need to watch it. Yeah, Sounds funny. funny. Um, okay, my number six. Mm-hmm. This is a two-parter. Okay. okay? Um, Friend Like Me from the New Aladdin. Okay. I like the Will Smith version. Okay. But then I also like the version with DJ Khaled. That's a good one. I know. We the best music. Another one. I can hear actually the DJ Khaled version of yeah. my Look at Beats. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he just really went Fresh Prince on Aladdin, and I was here for every minute of it. I almost brought that DVD for us to watch today. <gasps> I thought about it. I really like it. So everyone had their beef about, like, I don't know what people expected. They're like, he'll never be Robin Williams. Okay, well, someone had to play Genie. Robin yeah, Williams is not to here do to it. do it. So. And I guess people would argue, like, well, then don't redo it. And I'm like, well, guess what? They're going to do it anyway. So someone's yeah, going to do it anyway. why would they not? Aladdin yeah. can't die off. But yeah. I thought he was the perfect person to do it. He was, like, his brand of funny. And then what he brought to the music was so unique. And great news. I don't know if you heard. They're making a second one. So No way. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your number six? My number six I don't think you would expect, but this harkens back to I Love a Broadway, and it's a Chris Pine and Billy Magnuson's version of Agony from Into the Woods. Man, I loved loved that scene. Really? Yeah, it's so funny. Have you never seen it? No, I have. When yeah. they sing on the waterfall. Oh, yeah, I like Into the Woods. Yeah. I didn't know that you liked Into the Woods. Yeah. Oh. Okay, that's Agony. a great one. I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm a pine nut. <laughs> Are you a pine nut? Man, he's just so good. And Billy Magnuson is so funny. He's in live action Aladdin, too. Really? He's the first prince who comes in. The... I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Um, number five. This is our halfway point. Everything from here and up is going to be very telling. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. My number five. Show yourself. Oh. I really liked Show Yourself from Frozen too. That's a good one. It gave me gooseies, and I do not get gooseies easy. 
And you know what? A lot of people voted that that was your pick, so they know you. The dynamics of that song just really take you on a journey. How it starts so, like, quiet and soft and, like, I don't know. Just the whole journey of it. It took me to a place. I love it. I was a really big fan. And it was reminiscent of, like, Wicked Adina. Yeah. Or Rent Adina. There was, like, one word that she says in a song that made me think of Rent, and it took me yeah I love it. big fan great journey yeah yeah okay number five my number five is friend like me by will smith never had Aladdin. a friend never had a friend okay great yeah um we already discussed that one yeah so we'll just go we'll on just to our going. number fours yeah um my number four is can you feel the love tonight featuring beyonce and donald glover really i love their version oh beyonce's little melody changes i really like I like a melody variation sometimes. My number four is very unconventional. I'm really excited to tell you it. Okay. So my number four is the use of Just a Girl by No Doubt in the Cree fight scene in Captain Marvel. I think about that all the time. Yes. That was what I was thinking about whenever I said I like the soundtrack. Yeah. I think about that all the time. And I know it's not a song that came out in the 2010s, but the use of that song. Sure. It was really creative. Yeah. I also like it um, in the use of Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yeah. Also a Disney movie, technically. Yeah. Studios. So <laughs> I add that to my list. I am in my list. Um, okay, number three. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I think I'm going to get some heat on this one. No, you didn't do your number four. Yeah, I did. Can you feel the love tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, my number three, I'm going to get some heat. I'm ready. Into the Unknown by Brendan Urie. Oh, man. Yeah. I, that's a great one. My sister's not a fan of that version. I know, but I just think he is like... Okay, here's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer. Whenever he has had some rough times in the past, whenever he's on drugs, yeah. not great live. Yeah. Whenever he's sober and doing well, he's incredible. Like whenever he did Bohemian Rhapsody live, it was like bonkers. If you haven't seen that, YouTube it. But uh, yeah, his range is nutso. Wish I could have seen him in Kinky Boots. Um. We really are Broadway people. Yeah, big time. Is your number three a Broadway one? All my last people, all my last three are Broadway related. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, can't wait. What's your number three? My number three is Lost in the Woods by Frozen, from Frozen 2, but the Jonathan Groff version. Like, okay. not the Weezer version. Okay. Just more, I liked it. I love Jonathan Groff. It's a funny people song. People thought that was my favorite, which was interesting. Yeah. What did you think? Because they know how passionately you felt about Frozen 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the lyrics. I did like the Queen <laughs> reference in... Uh, that i just love that it was a ballad that a girl would traditionally sing but that he sang it and then the fact that like you know jonathan groth is just a great singer total cups of the heart from glee have you yes did you forgotten about that yes i was just kidding but it is a good cover wow i haven't thought about a glee cover in a minute though yeah they did some bangers yeah i was just talking to carly about that yesterday about jonathan Gro- or when we saw dear evan Hansen. carly is my roommate yeah carly's her roommate side note um Okay, that is a great song, though. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. It was a good use. Mm-hmm. It was creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and even musically, wow. Really authentic 80s. Yeah. I think. Um, okay, my number two. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. I really love this song, and there's a lot of people who don't, but so what? So what? My number two is Shiny. Moana. Oh, wow. Jermaine yeah. Clement. Uh, the best. I love Flight of the, the Concord. Well, Tomatoa hasn't always mm-hmm. been this glam. That song is funny. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Okay, that's my number two. My number two is Santa Fe from Newsies, the musical. 
Okay. Yeah. Newsies is great. I uh, really need to dig deeper into like my psyche and figure out why that makes me not Kendall watch isn't it. into the historical fiction shows. It's not for her. It's not for Honestly, you. Honestly, maybe that's what it is. Because you don't like Cinderella and it's kind of like that too. Like I know it's fantasy, but your yeah. favorites are never historical fiction. That's true. Um, and I Jeremy also, Jordan? I love Jeremy Jordan. I would rather no. watch the last five years though. Kendall doesn't like Jeremy Jordan. She no, thinks I he's rude. It. Oh, well, I just, well, <laughs> I don't know him. I just know, like, in interviews, he hasn't just, he just hasn't been super kind, which is a little off-putting, but that's, you know, his own choice. Yeah. We all make choices every day. But I will say he is a talent. Yes, I will say the Corey Cott version, we were actually just talking about this, for Santa Fe is better than, I think, the Jeremy Jordan version, but the soundtrack's Jeremy Jordan. And on Disney+, Plus, you can actually watch Jeremy Jordan in Newsies, so. There's something about the costumes that's um, off-putting to me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It makes me not want to watch it. I'll give it a shot because you love it so much. Thank you. But, okay. 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 All right. Um, number one. What's your number one? Drum roll. <laughs> Prince Ali, fabulously, Ali Ababa. The Will Smith version. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That melody will weasel itself into my mind, and it'll be there for days. I'm going to watch that today. And then I love the slow down whenever they break it down towards the end and half. Ooh. And then it rolls right into that jam scene. Hilarious. Yeah. Comedy at its best. For real. What <laughs> so a combo. Funny. That scene in the movie is like so sensory overload in a good way. Yeah. So beautiful. The song, the production. Uh, Will Smith just makes everything He nails better. it. And, you know, everybody they cast for that movie is just, it was perfect casting. What everybody. a handsome Aladdin. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Olivia's a big fan. Yeah, he's handsome. What's your number one? My number one. This is of the entire a decade. Yes. Is You're Welcome from Moana, but the Jordan Fisher Lin-Manuel version. Wow. What a song. Oh, wait. I haven't heard that. Oh, my gosh. If you're looking for an R&B slowdown of any... That's what it sounds like, and then Lin Is this about to change bit, my life? It is so good. It sounds like not a Disney song, but, I mean, we're big Jordan Fisher fans. <laughs> big time. Hey, side note. He's cast as um Evan. And Dear Evan Hansen. Oh my gosh, we want to go so bad. Someone Ugh. sponsor us. Somebody sponsor us to go. It's I've a never seen the show. Opportunity. It's my favorite show and I've never been. I went just the other day and I'm actually wearing a Dear Evan Hansen hat right this moment. You are? Yeah. I'm looking at it. It's a great version. Like, it's really good. Oh, I can't wait to listen it's to like that after slow, this. It's like a slow, it's a very R&B version. Okay. And then they Lynn will rap part of it and then it sounds very much like Hamilton, like, like it's great can i just mention another lynn song yeah that's not disney yeah okay have you heard him and ben platt do tonight um and what is it you will be found yes that is one of my jams i listen to it probably once i don't know once a week once every other week i just listen to it just to sing so um, nice to sing. Also, I'm really glad it's getting its time in the sun. Not Disney related, but Lynn's Into the Heights is a great musical. And the movie is coming out with Anthony Ramos, who played his son in Hamilton, mm. which Jordan Fisher eventually did that role. Yeah. Jordan Fisher on the come up. Yeah. He's been there. I can't wait for his time in the sun. He deserves it. Yeah. He's been serving his good Lord. Yeah, faithfully. Um, okay, so those are our songs. Those are our movies. That wraps up the 2010s. It's yeah. been a great, like, 10 years for movies. I will say I have to throw in just one that okay. didn't make my top 10, but I liked it, was jo the Gaston from the live-action Beauty and the Beast. Oh, so funny. With Josh Gad. Oh, my so gosh. So funny. Yeah. He was a great LeFou. Yeah. 
That was, okay, so that was my number eight. Beauty and the Beast, the live action, was my number eight, but I replaced it with Guardians of the Galaxy when I remembered Marvel as part of Disney. Yeah. But I did like the remake of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I didn't think they butchered it. Now, I do have my opinions about Emma, but, you know, it's okay. My sister says, why make her sing live when you didn't have to? Because, you know, she's live singing. Oh, they did it like Les Mis style? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But Josh Gad, what a performer. Yeah, well, that's probably why. And the other guy who played Gaston, I don't remember his name, but Me I neither. think he's someone who does theater as well. He's from Three Musketeers with Logan Lerman, just oddly he enough. He would I know be that so much fun to work with, Josh Gad. Oh my god. He just seems like the best time ever. Did you watch when they all played charades as part of a promo? Yes. And he, he, kept, he cheated on that card, like he straight up looked at the card and just guessed what Adina was doing? No. Hilarious. Oh, he seems really funny. And that he improved all the Samantha stuff is yeah. so fun. That he, was a risk. He improved Samantha? Yes. That's hilarious. I know. So funny. Um, well, those are our top 10 of the decade. Yes. But that's that's not it. Because yeah. next week we're going to do our top 10 for parks. Right. And the decade started with lines, finds, and trying times. And yesterday <gasps> we went and saw the Jonas yes, Brothers. We did. And we have Happiness our concert begin. review. Happiness begin. Our concert review. This yeah. is an unofficial review. Unofficial review. I'm just going to share a few thoughts. You know, yeah. I don't have anything to say. I will say we had a major amazing moment where we were sending nosebleeds and then Kendall's friend let us sit in the friend Shout out Jennifer. And family section. Okay, so like basically, long story short, brothers. here's what I need to tell you. So she was there with her friend who used to be one of their managers. And so they came, they took a photo with the boys, and then. They stayed for, like, the opening song, and then she texted me, and she was like, hey, do you want our tickets? We're leaving. Her kid is tired. Uh, we're in the friends and family section. I was like, uh, yes, let me get my things, and we ran. Ran. We, we got, well, we got trouble. in trouble for running. Yeah. So we walked really fast um, <laughs> down to the section. I ended up leaving my wallet. I had to go back. I missed the Christmas song, which I heard That's wasn't, okay. like, that exciting. So yeah. it's fine. But literally, y'all, if y'all watched our Instagram stories, if you saw photos – I've been, that was both of our Six. sixth yeah. time to see them. And that was the closest I've ever been. We were so close when they did burning up at the end, we could feel the fire. Like yeah. That's how close we were. Like, we were so close, we were giving thumbs up, you know, to just encourage them. Well, I always think and that Nick at concerts, I'm like, up do they end. ever know? Like, do they need the encouragement to know, hey, you're doing great? Yeah. Well, Nick really did. A lot of great work. A lot of energy. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> The show was incredible. So good. Incredible. I'm going to say the positives, and then I only have that one negative. And I will say, we both talked about this. We think this probably will be their last show. Which is so sad. I mean, it makes sense to me. Like, I, I get it. Like, and I think that's why they're doing so many. The same way, you know, like, Elton John will do a ton because he's not planning on touring anymore. But they've got families and stuff. And like you said, they might... I think they would do like a reunion when tour they're older, or something. But yeah. I think this isn't like, I think people think this is like, oh, they're back together. But I never really saw it that way. I saw that they came back to make an album and it was just like. It was probably healing for them. Yeah. Like I don't think it's like, oh, they're actually back together the way they were in 2000. Um, Whatever. <laughs> yeah. How long? How decade. Long? Decade. Have they been broken up for a decade, do you think? No, there's no way. Maybe. Close, because um, someone posted today that Lines, Vines, and Trying Times came out in 2000, I think, 9? Oh, yeah. Then it's been about 10 years. Yeah, or 2010. Either way. Wow, because pom-poms doesn't count. Yeah. I, my friend Maggie and I went to that show um, oh. right before they broke up where they canceled in the middle. Yeah. So, like, we were, like, one of the last two shows before they, they broke up. Oof. I know. 
rough. Um, but other than that, well, other than that, there was that wasn't bad. It was yeah, just, it wasn't bad. We think this might be their last go. Be the case. Um, but I did love. They played a lot of the classics. Mandy. They played Mandy. Mandy. And Joe brought out that tambourine. Yes, he did. Ugh, I loved it. Okay, so what was your favorite part of the night? We'll give our highlight. Okay. Our one little yeah. bugaboo. And then move on. Okay. Um, my favorite part, I think, was the when they sang, when you look me in the eyes, but also Mandy, because I really like Mandy. Like Yes, I didn't know they were going to play that. I'm just like, I've been OG, like, saw them at Six Flags, open for Allie yeah. and AJ. Like, yep. The helicopter. What yeah. a moment. Oh, wait, no, I saw them at State Fair. Yeah, but still, like, you know, like, on the ground floor. So just the fact that they did that was, like, really kind. Big fan. Yeah. Even if they didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Which I couldn't really tell. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, <clears throat> my favorite part, I think the part that I freaked out about mm-hmm. the most was for the encore whenever they popped out of the ground for yes. burning up. Oh, oh, my gosh. And because we were so close, I was like, how is this real? Uh, one thing I wish I would have done at the a little bit longer tour, I bought mm-hmm. Nick's diabetes shirt, and I really should have worn mm-hmm. it last night. I felt like it was an opportunity mm-hmm. missed. Yeah, you should have. A little bit longer and I'll be fine. Um, so anyways, I had a really great time. There wasn't anything that I didn't enjoy. There was only one song I didn't know. What was yeah. that one? Oh, it was uh, World, World War, War III. III. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't play Poison Ivy. That's the real banger oh, from that say, album. I love Poison Ivy. Why would they play that instead of Poison Ivy? Because people really like World War Three. And also they didn't, they didn't play, play Shelf. Shelf. is on uh i'll just sing it for you okay thank you (laughs) you're the vocal talent yeah um so there was only a couple that they didn't play that i was like "Eh." but they really did play so many bangers i can't complain i can't complain um our one little whoops whoops whoopsie uh nick jonas forgot quite a few lyrics (laughs) but i think he did take a tequila shot yeah we're not saying during the show but Love Bug was rough. <laughs> no, and then it was Paranoid. I have a video of it. He started singing the verse of Paranoid, and then he forgot his voice. He goes, eh, and then just stopped singing, and then jumped back in for the chorus. But that's not the first time that kind of things happened to Nick, because you said when you saw him before. Whenever I went to the Houston Rodeo to see them, he jumped in way too early on the chorus of Burning Up. He got lost in the track. So, like, okay, you sing. So, like, you'll be Nick, and then I'll be the rest of the guys. So, just start singing the chorus okay. of Burning Up. This is how it was like. I'm slipping I'm into slipping into it. It was like that staggered. And you could hear him real loud. And But Jordan Sparks came to that show and yeah. saved the day. Battlefield, um, they led co- uh, they co-led. They sang Battlefield <laughs> together. And whenever I saw him at Jingle Ball, he mysteriously, like, he started hosting it. Nick did. But he disappeared halfway through. So, like, just maybe never meet your heroes. You know, you don't want to tarnish that. <laughs> I don't want to speak bad of him. Listen, I understand the pressure. And it's Sometimes a lot of songs. you forget lyrics. Yeah. I forget lyrics all and the time. And it was their 69th show. It was their 69th show. They don't have a confidence monitor that I could see that, like, has the lyrics on it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see one, did you? No. Well, they were moving around so much. How could they have had one? Yeah. That's really tough. Mm-hmm. Even if you sang a song a million times, you can just have a brain fart and forget. Yeah. Yes, like, but Love Bug was the roughest because you could see him searching for the words in his I face. I wish I had a video I of his face on the screens. Too. He was literally like, his eyebrows were furrowed and he was looking up towards the ceiling trying to think about, okay, what's next? What lyrics are next? Do you think maybe the confidence monitor was up on the ceiling? On the ceiling. 
at least write it on your arm, on your yeah. guitar. Like, make a cheat sheet and put it right yeah. there on your guitar. But overall, it was great. There's it was a lot of grace. the best Jonas Brothers show I've been to. Oh, we've really? Been to a lot. Yeah. Just because it was a mix of the old and the new. That's true. Their new album is fire. Yeah, it's really I good. love every song. There's not one I don't like. Yeah. Don't love the graphic art they've chosen for the oh, album. Oh, really? Yeah. It's really hard to see the title. Just appreciate it. It was like in black or something. I'm not a graphic designer. You're an old lady, I think. <laughs> Couldn't read your fonts, so. <laughs> um, but all in all, it was so awesome. Like, mm-hmm. getting to upgrade our seats was so special. I know, it was so special. I felt really loved. And they, and you know, they sang Year 3000, so I couldn't ask oh for anything gosh. better. Oh my gosh. That was it. Mm-hmm. And burning up. Mm-hmm. That's all the, the people needed. And Mandy. And um, SOS. Oh, my hold on gosh and hold on you're right levels oh they played uh camp rock levels. yeah whatever they I played two camp rock songs because uh, they said gotta find you that's right and then nick sang the demi part didn't he no they didn't sing the demi part oh Kendall this is real this is me i wanted to i was ready to do that if they needed me but they never asked so oh, wow and we were really close i know we were close because like i said before we were giving thumbs up and at the end nick did a thumbs up a thumbs up our way so i knew he could see us he could definitely see us because our friend could see us from across the room so i feel like if she oh, could see yeah. us they could see us yeah big time we were they seen. didn't tap us to say after the show though so you know, like to hang out. I don't think they really do that anymore. They're married. But they can still want to make friends. Okay, also, side note, Olivia thought the background singer was Priyanka. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Olivia, she would not be singing well, backup. she wasn't doing any dancing. And she just sat on the floor. And I thought that was kind of a Priyanka move. Oh, She's my. kind of loud. She, that's, when we were still, that's when we were still in the nosebleeds. And we really couldn't see. Like, we could see that they were there. But, like, we couldn't see We were see in the faces. nosebleeds for two songs. And then we yeah. came down. And what's different is when they've been at American Airlines before. And they've used... The, so, American Airlines is where the Dallas Cowboys play. And they have this huge screen Girl, in the middle. American Airlines is not where the Dallas Cowboys oh play. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's where the stars and the maps play. <laughs> yeah. I like to say stars and maps. She's very into sports. Very into sports. Okay. But... All that to say is there's a big screen in the middle that they yeah. didn't use. Yeah. I was thinking Cowboy Stadium because they also have a big sure. screen. They have the, like, Jumbotron. Okay. It's just whenever – don't look me in the face and ask for facts because I, I seem to panic. I'm just like – That was my favorite. I teach. That was my favorite incorrect fact that you stated all day. I was a big fan of when that. When I worked at Animal Kingdom, I used to give fake facts out. Yeah. I remember that. Um, okay, this episode has been really long. We've talked a lot, but hope you love it. I want to know: Did people agree or disagree with yes, all of our opinions? What were your top tens? We got some answers. Speechless. Speechless. Disagree, but that's okay. We're all entitled to our opinions. So, anyways, thanks so much for listening. We have yeah. one more episode of 2019, and Woo! then we're on to the new year. We beat the statistics. They say like podcasts, most of them don't make it past seven episodes. This is in our set. This is our seventh. Wow. I know. So then once we round out the year, we're going to beat the odds. Exactly. Thanks for listening. For real. guys, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. I hope it's um, educational. It's fun. Laugh at the jokes. Travel down the road and back again. Uh, Great song. We're going to add all these to the playlist. (laughs) We have a Spotify playlist. And an Instagram. That has all the songs that we ever um, sing on the episodes. And Mm -hmm. we do that a lot. And then, yeah, we have an Instagram where we do polls. 
and we share fun Disney facts and we post some fun photos and Baby Yoda memes and yeah, things like that. So send us messages, share your opinions. We're here for it. Yeah, we just like to talk. So anyhow, that's at Magically Millennial Podcast on yeah. Instagram and on Spotify. You can find us there. Yep. Um, well, we love y'all. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you real soon. Bye. Thank you.